It's recording. We're on our third episode, the last one of the night. <laughs> and since we're on the 2002 episode, Frank, do you have the... Uh, okay, ready? Here comes Same. our 2002 theme song. We're traveling to another dimension. When I die, I want to be high. Never worry, just bury me along with my currency. We're entering the Twilight Zone. Hey, yo, 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 yo. Okay, run it, run, roll it again, roll it again. You're entering L.I.W. The Twilight Zone. Review. Frank? Yeah. That's it. Oh, I'm sorry, there's no D2. No, we played it before. Brita. That's to a monster. A monster so powerful he was able to make the world disappear just by using his mind. For the residents of Peaksville, Ohio, the nightmare had begun. The monster knew their every thought, could feel their every emotion, and when they made him angry, which was often, he would banish them into a cornfield from which there was no return. And the most frightening thing about this monster was that he was only six years old. Now, it's 40 years later, and the people of Peaksville are still in hell. Oh yes, there's one other thing. The monster now has a child of his own. And though she possesses none of her father's powers, he still loves her very, very much. Audrey. Oh, so boring. <laughs> What'd you think of it? I think it was an excellent movie. I think Mr. Lucas did a fabulous job. Special effects were wonderful, and the storyline was wonderful. And I'm going to probably come back and watch it a couple more times. Future <laughs> oh, Hollywood actor. Oh, Shaq. I wonder if he's oh, embarrassed stupid. by that clip. He's like, oh, no. Well, there, there is a follow-up clip 16 years later, I guess, that he talks about his reaction to the famine 16 years later. <laughs> I'm sure he says the same not, thing. Should, I love this. Great. Should not take you 16 years to realize you were wrong. Well, everybody was dealing with it. It was like being raped. You have to just accept it. He should have got to the car and been like, oh, what the fuck did I just say about that? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. God. I can't show myself in the pictures. Hello, citizens. Welcome to the LIW Twilight Zone Review, episode 243 for 2002's Twilight Zone 131. It's still a good life. Uh, directed by Alan Croker, who also did an episode that we've seen called Evergreen, the first episode of the series. He also okay. did an episode called Gabe's Story, starring Christopher Titus. I'm oh. Phoenix West. Mark Links. I'm Jake Ticket. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Send them to the dick field. I might be doing that voice for the whole episode today. Do it. Um, so this okay. one kicks off with Forrest Whitaker in front of like a Republican wet dream because it's just a pure red country <laughs> behind him. Bill Moomer. Bill Moomer took out all the liberal progressive people. He's just standing. I'll pull it up in a second here. But he's just standing in front of this red fucking map. Here well, that's the, the issue that I have. Is so did Bill movie, movie destroy the world? Is that what, what we're being inferred? Like nothing exists except for this did, one place. Did you watch the first one? Here you go. Here's the no. Republican wet dream. It's just red states. That's all it is. Bill movie destroyed everything but Peaksville back in the, the original. Yes. Well, he, then why would there be a continuation of humanity if his sister, if his daughter brought it all back? I have a bigger question for you, and I better take this off the screen before I ask this. Um, 
Okay, so this is a character, Anthony, who can make anything disappear. You can't think any bad thoughts of him. Otherwise, he makes you go to a cornfield, and he makes you vanish from existence. He can't bring you back. He's made everything vanish except a small town in, in Ohio called Peaksville. There's like 25 people left in the world. Did this motherfucker rape a woman to get a child? Yeah. He must have. I was wondering about that. That's the thing. That's the base issue here. No, no. See, no one would fuck this guy. You know, the chick that uh, her husband, uh, you know, wanted to play that record. Yeah. Yeah. That's who he, he took was a child. Bed. She would have been 70 by the time he fucked her. Well, so. The Perry, the Perry no. Cuomo record. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you figure Bill Mooney, he was six. You give him another six years and he's, you know, he's, he's ready to procreate by then. He's 12. No, she's only... 11 at most nine so no there goes that out the window six plus six is 12 he must have kept a woman in a weird basement like in the movie uh what's that what's, what's that prisoners fucking, no uh <laughs> oh the one with stephen lang uh where he's he's blind and the people stinking oh, his house in detroit oh, oh, yeah i know what you're talking about uh, I don't know. human I centipede Right. No, close, yeah. close. So, but he has a woman in the basement that killed his daughter, so he, he artificially inseminates her with a turkey baster to get her pregnant. He's got something like uh, that going on where he's 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 doing it's something. It's supposed to be a good movie, isn't it? It's, it's, good, it's a good movie, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, Feed her. Um, anyway, uh, something nefarious is going on because nobody would fuck this guy. Yeah. Because he's just, he'll make you vanish. Nobody's going to, he would be like halfway through. Oh man, this is great! And he's just like, "Is this over yet?" He would hear that through her thoughts and be like, "Bitch, <laughs> bitch, be gone!" Bitch. Or she's coming and he's going. You and fake, you bitch! She's coming corner. and going at the same time. <sighs> oh, no, boom! So well, okay. Or or the other question is, did he manifest the child out of his own power? He can't did manifest just... things though. I don't think he can. I don't think he can. Can he not? He if can, he can tr- destroy the world when it comes back. No, he didn't make it come back. She did. But he. Yeah, but again. He makes things that exist turn into other things. So unless he turned like the fucking lamp into his child, I don't know what. Well, there you go. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe he made a doll that looked like himself. He took a Will Robinson doll and turned <laughs> it into his daughter because she well, looks just like him. Or he could love Lamp. Like that's an ugly little girl. If you look like if you're a little girl, you look like Bill Mummy. It's not good. It's not a good future for yourself. She looks mm. like an Olsen twin. Not a good not Elizabeth Olsen. She's fucking hot. Yeah. Forrest Elizabeth Whitaker. Is here. There you go. Forrest Whitaker. I just want to say that the, this, this is this episode had a great screenplay. This is my Forrest Whitaker doll, and this is my night gallery doll. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. I don't have an 85 doll because what the fuck am I going to have? Does a Z- I could have a ring, uh, Zales ring. <laughs> we'll find something for you. So this is the first and only sequel, sequel. to a Twilight episode until we got Oz Perkins with uh, You Might Also Like. I, I find that shocking because this is like 2002 <clears throat> Twilight Zone would be prime to have sequels to every episode. No, they have remakes. The they have remakes, but no sequels. Yeah, see, that's so the thing. The episode after this is a remake of uh, Monsters Doing Maple Street. But oh, we're, oh. yeah, 
I watched <clears throat> half of that. It was not good. Oh, I I do not want to watch it because that first one. I think you'll ones. like it though. I think you will. You will like the ending better. I can't imagine. You watched the second half. I did. <laughs> Why? Because it was ten minutes long. You fucking psychopath. Who watches yeah, only the te- second half? I just want to say the movie was a good movie. <laughs> uh, good script, Mr. Lucas. It's still a good life, even though I watched Phantom Menace in the uh, theater. Bill Moore is a gross-looking boy. <laughs> Bill Moore is an awkward-looking man. <laughs> Bill Moore is so fucking proud of his couple Tawazin episodes that he brought his. Well, he, I think he, he should he, be. He brought his real-life daughter into the mix. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised cool. he didn't direct this episode. Yeah, so it's Alan Croker, the director of Evergreen. The episode we yeah. guessed three seconds into it. Hey, was Evergreen the one where they turned the bitch into a tree? Yeah. Yep. She had a daisy tattoo in her ass. No, it was a butterfly. <laughs> butterfly, whatever. <laughs> butterfly, sugar, baby. <laughs> come, my lady. Come, come, my lady. Come, come, my lady. Come, come, come on, my lady. Come on, my lady. <laughs> butterfly tattoo in my asshole, son of David Cross. Yeah. Sexy, sexy, pretty little thing. Okay, so. The episode is, let's see here, um, it's basically Bill Mooney grown up, he has a daughter, he, well, Force Whitaker in the beginning there says she doesn't have any special powers, but three seconds into the episode, it's revealed that she does, so mm-hmm. why include that? I, I, it just felt like I didn't need to hear Force Whitaker say that to have it revealed in the episode, it's kind of felt so forced. What, I, maybe it's the best way these writers could figure out a twist. It's a twist revealed three seconds in, though. At least there was one. But, yeah, Cloris Leachman is the main star of this, if you ask me. Because she's just sitting there and she's like, Yeah, I'm still doing everything after 50 fucking years. Uh, great, son, let's do that, Anthony. Okay, let's do this. And I'm like, I want to see that 50-year horror that is Cloris Leachman's life in this. Because it has just been fucking agony. He he made everything she knows disappear. Her husband, fucking her town, her the the world. Yeah, her mother. Yeah, <laughs> they no. would in fifty years. They would have figured out a way to kill him. Well, you'd think they finally did. Will Frank, somebody end this. Well, Frank, <laughs> yeah. we talked about this originally, and we said, why doesn't one guy just sneak up with a fucking lamp and just bong this fucking kid in the back of the head? And this episode addressed that. Well, they did that in the Simpsons too. Remember? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just don't do anything. Don't have thoughts. Oh. Just come behind him and bash him over the head with a chair. End of monster. Let's let's hear this because I should have played this before it. Oh. Presented for your consideration, Springfield, an average little town with a not so average monster. Boy, I'm getting mighty sick of this. Rough, rough, rough. Bow wow. That the monster is a ten-year-old. Did I mention that the monster is a? Quite a twist, huh? Bet you didn't see that one coming. Should have played that. Damn. No, you did. We, we, we got there. Yeah. We, we, we've heard it a thousand <clears throat> times, but... Um, You're Hitler! Yeah. It's, it's a... I, I, I want to see that episode where it's just the 50 years in between in their interim there. But uh, we do get another self-playing piano in this episode because Bill Mooney's playing a self. He's like pretending to play, like he's doing it with his mind in front of the piano. Yeah, his powers, you know. Yeah, yeah and and 
let's see. Still likes that piano. Well, do you think that um, <laughs> they could have done like what they did brilliantly in Up, that Pixar movie, where the first two minutes is the whole life? It's like a short of that of the relationship between the husband and wife. Oh, I would have loved like, that. It would have been great to have that in this episode of Cloris Leachman, 50 years of dealing with this shit. Like a quick two-minute sort of recap of everything that happened to her in the meantime. You could have done it. I think it could have been done. Oh, I have a question for you guys. Let me play this real quick. There it is. The same fucking piano from the 85 version that we watched. But he's still doing this. Like, can you just think it? He doesn't have to. He's like Magneto. He has to do the (gasps) pulling things. He has to earn his paycheck to acting. Did a terrible job because he didn't move his hands at all. But the keys are going like this. He, he he's, always, like, he's going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But okay. Um, I had so many thoughts right there, and they're all gone. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> at least he wasn't oh. playing it with gloves on, with the fingers closed. Yeah, I just thought of what I was going to ask you, Frank. Um, did you think it did a good job of going from the black and white Anthony to the daughter and then pulling out and it's in color? It changes in the color slowly as it pulls out. I can play it again if you want to see it. No, I, I know what you mean. Um, it's I, awkward. It, I, I was hoping it was going to stay black and white, to be honest with you. Yeah, you, you should have. The monster now has a child of his own. And it pulls out. And, and though she possesses none of her father's powers. Even though she does. He lies to us. He just flat out fucking lies. Yeah, well, you know. It's not even it's a twist. Like the town lies to Bill Mummy. It would have been like in the last episode if you went, he got a heart, or two episodes ago, he got a heart transplant. Not anybody he'll ever find out existed. And then he does. And you're like, oh, well, you lied to me then. You're not, you're not setting us up. You're just lying to us. Meet this man with a mullet. He has <laughs> a heart from someone else. God. Some people say it grew three times that day. <laughs> yeah. So Shut up, no, twice. Yeah. No roast beast. His his daughter's playing in a tree with a friend, and she falls out of it, and then there's a whole kermuffle about, did he shove her out of the tree? The dad comes by, and he's like, you think it's funny to shove little girls out of trees? And then the, eventually he makes the guy on fire. Yeah, he's, just, he's a fucking psychopath. Like, why wouldn't someone have killed this guy years ago? It would have been done because if he's setting people on fire willy nilly like that after a guy he's known for twenty years, because you know that's the case. Yeah, because he knows him. But here's he's here, like, oh, here's how this way. works. I do like his yard because look, he's got like an he's like enclosed in this area, which makes sense. Yeah, but you don't like me, do you, George? <laughs> <laughs> this made me laugh. It's like, what's going on? Yeah. Get it, Boomy. All right. That little girl. He murdered his father in front of him. Yeah. Yeah, Son's not scarred for life now. Yeah, the little girl's just like, stop it. I don't have any friends, dude. Stop killing people horribly in front of them. Like, oh, he's not going to come over again. And Bill Boomy just goes, go home to your mom. Tell her I said, sup. Like, <laughs> say, say hi to your mom for me. Yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe that's who he got his daughter from. Just whoever. That's what I thought, actually. I did have that inclination. I think that's he. Out. It, well, 
if he's this egotistic, he could just fuck himself and make a child out of himself, where it's 100% his did. genes, because she looks exactly like him. Yeah, I think he took a picture and just made a kid manifest itself. It's disturbing. Mm. Which is yeah, kind of weird. It goes to I think a, you could do you could write a novel about this episode and expand <laughs> it to a point where it's like this masterpiece. Oh, please tell me tell me you sent me the face face off novelization. I'm not saying anything. Okay, good call. Thank surprises, you. surprises are <laughs> okay. awaiting you. Okay, what happens next in the actual episode? Um, oh, oh, at this point, I guessed that the daughter would end up bringing everything back and sending her dad to the cornfield. I was wrong for half of that. Um, but then he lot of, lit a guy on fire, and I was like, oh, shit, what are we doing? <laughs> Why is the guy yeah, on fire? He's a fucking psycho. <laughs> yes, and I'm glad they go that far with this, because in the original, remember Frank, he turns a guy into the jack-in-the-box. It's it's a, mm-hmm. not a good special effect. Way better in the, uh, the Joe Dante movie version, but yeah. entertaining, if nothing else. And he mm-hmm. kind of seems mm-hmm. like... They do a good job. I'll say this. I'll give this episode one compliment. Um, they do a good job because it feels like when you watch uh, him as a child, this would be the evolution. He went from like innocently like "fuck off," I don't, you don't, you thinking bad thoughts, kind of like childlike, to this would be him as an adult. You're on fucking fire now. That's where he this was would continue. Bad thoughts about Moy. Yeah. yeah, they do. They do a bad job with the with the directing and the acting because he's like, <laughs> he's like, face. I got smoke coming out of my coat. Boom, movie's just, <laughs> he's like doing these stupid faces at the camera, and that's that's too far. But as far as the character goes, I think they did a good job with with continuing his being a psychopath. Yep. When even when he's petty, like he's a petty asshole. When when Clarice Richardson talks about, oh, I used to have this wonderful watch. Yeah. And I said he was late for dinner. I got mad, and he took all the timepieces away. Yeah. I mean, just little like what an asshole. Yeah. This kid would have been dead twenty years ago. You would have figured out a way to kill him. It. You would have done it. Well. We'll get there in a minute because there's so many lines Cloris Leachman has at the end that are just fucking fantastic. And <laughs> she's the saving grace of the episode. Oh, well, it's Cloris Leachman. Yeah. She's great. R.I.P. Yeah. She just passed recently. She just died. Yeah. She's old as shit. She just died. Yeah, she just died. Out of pure spite, she, stuck a, she stood around. <laughs> she could have been in the Jordan Peele Twilight Zone. Yeah. She could have been. I but- think. It have been. There might be when she might be in that. There could have been. It's still, still a good life, and she would have been in it. No. And we could have seen the horrible abomination that his daughter turned Lily Mumi turned into. Because guarantee. Look her up. Let's see what. What does she look like? Two thousand twenty-one. I guarantee she's not an attractive adult. Unless she had a giant facelift. Let's see what she looks like now. And she has giant breast implants. Let's see images. Uh, oh, she's Liliana now. I see. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. Oh, no. please. I'm excited. Oh, no. It's not pictures we want to see. Is she a. Oh, it's not really her. Is she a porn star? It's funny you say that. Is she a porn star? Okay, let's let's show. Um... No, I don't believe it. Okay, here's, here's what she looks like as a kid, and then like teenager, and then BAM! No. I don't know where this goes from here. I do. <laughs> well, there's bikini shots. Here's here with Damon Wayans. Jesus. 
She's there she a is. fucking 10. God. She's cute. Yeah. God damn and shit, oh Bill. Oh, God. Well, I don't... She's... Uh... Is, is that 18 plus picture? This right one's now? blurred out. Why is this one blurred <laughs> out? Why is it blurred out? I'm scared. It's art, oh, it's no. Artistic. This one's blurred out, too. It's artistic. Is there any <laughs> naked ones? She's like 12. Oh, my God. Why does this exist? Hey, you live in a very sick society, my friend. Can I? Okay, let's click on anything. This world, else. this world is pure evil. Uh, I don't. I feel so uncomfortable doing this. I'm not going to do it anymore. Was that Thank Gal Gadot? I don't. I don't want to know. You, you still got porn going. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, what? The, the Chiron no, uh, is reading porno. Oh, sorry. Um, let me change that. No, but yeah, what the fuck is going on with her? I don't know. I don't want to find out. I'm going to close that tab. I'm Bill Mooney's daughter. Okay. Cast yeah. me. Could you imagine uh, fucking her and then like picturing because like, oh, you met her dad last week? No, but like, eh, stop. No, no, you're <laughs> fucking his daughter. Bill Murray's but uh, Bill Murray. <laughs> Bill Mummy is behind you going, Are you enjoying her? I you, want you to have happy thoughts with her. You better be have thinking good thoughts. thoughts. I'll send you to the cornfield, asshole. I'll stick a corn cob up your ass. I can't really send you to the cornfield, sorry. Oh my god. How do you know he's not into that? I'm not into that. She might be. She might be, exactly. But I, she was a child in 2003, which is creepy because I was out of high school. All of us were out of high school by then. <laughs> That's why I don't want to look at pictures of her. No. Yep. I, I know she's an adult now, but holy shit. That's funny. She was born in t- 1994, a year I vividly remember. No, thank you. By 1984, the year Stargate and Star Trek Generations. <laughs> you could have said Shawshank, but you said those. I did, and I feel very ashamed. <laughs> yeah. I feel more ashamed of looking at those it's pictures. It's the year of the Lion King, you know? <laughs> Toy, well, the year before Toy Story, and then... Uh, the greatest Pixar films ever made. Uh, yeah, it was the year before... Uh, Lion King, Pretty though. Good. Okay, um, so I was wrong about the episode. Um now, what did you think was going to happen originally? Oh, well, I told you. I thought she was going to bring everything back and then send him, send him to the cornfield. But she oh, okay. she just turned to the dark side, but also brought everything back. But they're also kind of so, like, let's do it again. Like, what? That's your message? Well, well, that's what doesn't make any sense, too. Because if he eliminated everything 50 years ago, how does it exist in the present day if the present day didn't exist? She brought back... I yes, that is where I went furious, and I started like, wait, what? No, he's like, like Thanos brought everyone. They brought everyone back from Thanos five years later, but they knew about the difference. But this is fifty fucking years. They would be like, boom, yeah. and they'd be like, what the fuck is in my hand? A phone? What is this thing? What? Because well, the, the, the first per- people they see are like two assholes from Jersey lost in a modern day car. So it's like. It's, <laughs> He knows they're assholes. Golly. Come on, a Jersey. They're from I Jersey. We're, we are such ass. They asked where the Jersey Turnpike is. Hey, they motherfucker, listen. Yeah. Hey, I'm talking to you, asshole. Where we at? Where's the Where's the turnoff for I-95, motherfucker? So it's like, why? Again, the, she brings back the entire world. I guess there's only one plane coming into the airport of Minneapolis or wherever <laughs> they're at. So there's that. Ohio. Whatever. It's just Ohio. Silly. Why were people from Jersey there asking how to get back to Jersey? It's beyond me. 
Where's the where's the where's the interstate I mean, over I've, here? I've been there. Excuse <laughs> me, excuse me, Mister Mummy. What's the uh, the address of the interstate? I like that they park in some random country driveway, and they're just like, yeah. "Motherfucker, where am I?" And they're like, "You're not fucking answering me, bro. We're gonna f- let's go." Hey, bro, I just appeared out of nowhere. I don't remember nothing about the last fifty years. So fuck you. I'm from Jersey, motherfucker. They nailed the Jersey thing. Yeah. She must have created. She must have been like really advanced and had like backstories for every single human she brought back because she, she saw the Sopranos and took notes <laughs> and the Jersey Shore and she's like, Bloop, let's yeah. marry those two. It's all North Jersey, by the way. So the whole world is North Jersey. <laughs> let's go to New York, Dad. It's North Jersey. Let's go to Europe, Dad. It's North Jersey. <laughs> did did I just a have a stroke difference. or did you just like re on repeat there? What yes. the fuck just happened? I'm sure North Cali people don't like to associate themselves with South Cali people. No, absolutely not. Well, same thing here. Well, we don't like North Cali is more Central Cali. We don't like Western Cali, South Cali, further North Cali. Or Mexicans. No, that's all we got here is Mexicans. Oh, sorry. That's all we got. Yeah, we're we're, we're, we're 100% for for the... yeah, Mexicans. I'm surrounded by the Puerto Ricans. Yeah, they got a lot of Puerto Ricans over there. So, um, <laughs> I don't give a shit about those people. So, um, Bill Mummy. Cloris Leachman's April talking. April 29th, 1992. <laughs> there was a riot on the streets. I mean, where were you? I was whoa, whoa, buying whoa. some peppers. While you <laughs> were sitting home watching your TV, I was participating in some anarchy. It's okay. the only sublime song I like. Okay, so. Uh, Cloris Leafman is talking to the granddaughter, and then um, she makes a picture break from across the room because she hates her dad. Oh, oh my God, you have the power. And then um, it's just the rest of the episode is is Cloris Leafman trying to get her granddaughter to do some weird shit. She, she, so, so did Bill Mummy lobotomize the tomato woman? Because I don't understand what happened to her. Because oh. Cloris Leafman finds well, her. Well, let's set it up. Like, she, well, first she goes over to the tomato woman's yard, who's very yes. sexually into her, into her tomatoes because her yes. husband's vanished. And then yeah. we know remember how she's like, you. I want to eat you. I'm going to lick you. Lick yeah, it's, very, it's very weird. I'm going I'm to shove you inside me fist-wise. And just, mm. Mr. Lucas wrote a good script for the tomato. <laughs> but she's super into her fucking tomatoes. And then, of course, Lucian comes over with the daughter, and she's like, hey, I want to talk about the blah, blah, blah. Here, make that rock disappear. And she makes a rock disappear out of the yard. She's like, she goes, my favorite line in the entire episode. Now I'll finally be able to get rid of that monster I gave birth to. And I was like, that is every parent's wish in a weird way. I've had it three times already. And your child is months old. Five. (laughs) Yeah. Wait till they're three or four and can talk back to you. You want to string on that motherfucker. At least they go into the curtains and shit. I mean, I'll just do what my dad used to do and knock me out for two days. I mean, what? Oh, my God. I don't want to be here for chapter... April 19th, 1992. Chapter 75. Frank was being beaten. Where were you? (laughs) You were hiding in the closet because you're Frank's mom. (laughs) Watching your TV. She was tied to the radiator. (laughs) During some anarchy. Oh, my God. Uh, I saw Dark Blue the other day. That's she a great was movie. Participating in some domestic abuse. You ever watched that one? Dark Blue with Kurt Russell. And in yeah. the evening. Yeah. 
That was pretty good. I, it's, it's decent. Is it as good like as uh, the dog movie he did? The black, where he's a trucker? That black was Patrick dog. Swayze. You is that Patrick Swayze? That was Patrick Swayze. And Meatloaf. You're thinking Breakdown, the other one. No, no, no. Black Dog. It's called Black Dog. That was Patrick Swayze, yeah. Yeah. With Meatloaf. With Meatloaf, yeah. That was that was when Patrick Swayze was on his deathbed. That was like oh, the last yeah. Patrick Swayze movie, pretty huh. much. Okay. Yeah. Fine. That was no, Dark Blue's pretty good. Dark Blue is, uh, except Scott Speedman is in it. He's terrible. He's worse than Bill Mummy's daughter. That or was Deep bad. Blue that has Thomas J. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil. Thomas Jane. Don't I spoil Thomas back. Jane for us. Let yeah, Thomas Jane but... spoil Thomas Jane in, in a week. <laughs> Thomas Jane spoils himself every time he goes somewhere. I'm right here. Please hire me. I'll be a money plane. I don't give a shit. <laughs> All right. Um, anyway, I'm the uh, money plane, motherfucker. <laughs> There's motherfucking money on this motherfucking plane. Wrong movie. So, Close. not far off. That movie's better, actually. So, Wasn't uh, he, in the, he was. No, no. That was Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Soul plane. You're going to give me shit over Russell. Russell Kurt Russell versus uh, Patrick Swayze, what, compared yeah. to Frank, what Frank just did. Samuel <laughs> Jackson versus Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg and uh, Samuel yeah. Jackson. Nothing alike. No. One man's very angry. The other man was in the Avengers movies. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, okay. <clears throat> but Cloris Leachman from here on out is trying to get her daughter to, to go against her son. They go bowling a couple times, and and Bill Mooney is like a fucking bully where he makes this like really shy, awkward guy bowl well, and the guy's like, I don't know how to bowl. He's like, next time you do better. You roll you you roll a strike. And then they break it up because they see the tomato fucker lady talking to Cloris Leachman. And then he goes over, Bill Mooney goes over to Clo- uh, the tomato fucker lady who shoves this whole fistfuls of tomatoes up inside of her. And he's like, why were you talking to my mom? And she's like, I, what was I? And yes. You see, I- I thought she was he was gonna fuck with her tomatoes and make her cry or something. But <laughs> no. he, he he fucks with her off screen. We don't know what he does to her. He he did lobotomize her. He just Yeah, he just took her brain and put it in a cornfield. Yeah. No, I was, I, I was gonna say Tom Elliott's definitely not done this. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Everything you just said about tomato fucker. <laughs> well, what the, she's okay, well let's watch this scene together and, and you tell me. You tell me what she's doing these tomatoes here, Frank. Uh, she's a tomato fucker. She's no, a she was fucking those ago. tomatoes good, son. She was showing those tomatoes. What was what? She She's clearly going to shove one of these things up inside of her. Okay, here we go. And then go. You are so pretty. I can't wait to eat oh. you. Eating you want to know a secret? I don't like secrets. The tomato talks. Oh, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. None. I mean, yeah. There you go. It, it, he, he lobotomizes her. I'll show the scene here in a second where he, he full on <laughs> fucking ruins her brain. He turns her. He turned her brain into a tomato. That's pretty much what happened. Is that what happened? Maybe they cut it out because I watched it on YouTube. Why do you watch it on YouTube? I sent you video files. I know. Like I said, I was lazy. I just put it in there. 
<laughs> I don't. I didn't know why Frank's laughing. <laughs> He's still obsessed with the tomato in her vagina. <laughs> like you're like puh vagina. Is, is this tomato talks? The tomato talks. He's getting, he's getting excited. This is perfect timing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, play this out. I want to see what happens to her then. Is he because maybe I missed the lobotomizing the part? No, they change. It leaves after this scene and it goes into the, <sighs> back into the the bowling alley. The bowling alley, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but she makes her wash watch turn back up. Therefore, the daughter can bring things back. Which bring boom, back, boom, yeah. movie's character explicitly states he can't. So the daughter can do something he can't. Yes. They're clearly setting up a good versus evil thing. And then he comes in in a power move and does the fucking Fonz thing in the Let chair backwards. Send something away. And he makes her send her gra- her grandma's photo albums away. And then uh, it cuts. So here's where we see her again. It's me, my dear. Marla? I love tomatoes. I had to punish her. That's all he says. Yeah, that's all he says. That's all it is. I had to punish her, by the way. Yeah, that's it. It gets to the end, but you want to show the part where Cloris Leachman yells at him and calls him all the names? Or? Well, there's so many insults in a row. and I think you can get away with it. It's only like 10 seconds. No, it's it's more. Because she's, she's, she's a pretty rapid fire. Everything I loved. Not everyone. You love me. Love? Here he goes. You? <laughs> love? You? I curse the day I gave birth to you. I'm going to take a pause there, and then we'll get to it in a second. Just because I'm sick of YouTube things where I have to cut shit out. We'll, be, we'll be back to that in a second. Uh, Furious doesn't matter when they're bots doing it. You have to fight the bots. Anyway, um, yeah, she goes off on him, and she finally... Frank, when we did this episode originally, remember I was like, why is why are these people putting up with this shit? Just kill the motherfucker from behind. Start. Someone talks to him to his face. Someone else, while he's focused, blop, and his brains are a gooey mess on the floor, and you're good to go. Yeah, ice pick to the back of the skull. Oh, a, a fucking Perry Cuomo record to the back of his head would work in that situation. He's he's six. Yep. Just a. Well, hit. somebody do something. <laughs> Why is everybody staring at me? Come on. Nothing. That's it, Anthony. You think about what I'm thinking. Will somebody end this? Yeah. He even sets them up and they don't do it. Yeah. You, you two gave birth to this thing. Yeah. Night after night, I lie awake in bed, thinking of ways to put an end to this madness, to put an end to you. And you want to know why, Anthony? Hear this. Because you are a bad man. She goes on from there. It's just a lot of that over and over and over. Someone finally comes up behind him. And right when they're like, the little daughter sees him and makes him vanish. And then she goes, you know, fuck everybody. Yeah. Makes everybody except her dad disappear. And then this is where you feel it's a bit rushed because it cuts to them like sitting there at home, like playing a board game or something. It's like, he's like, I'm bored. Nobody helped. Like, why didn't he feel this way before? It just felt forced and, and didn't make sense yeah it's like this episode was really good right up to that point it's just like what what, what the fuck just happened yeah like, he's cool making everyone burn alive and vanish in a cornfield 
can you because that guy when he sent me to the cornfield he showed up in the cornfield being like finally oh, i'm still on fire like he's still in a cornfield on fire now that's the thing i thought this would be the time where they could reveal what the cornfield was i was waiting and, to see it and like the you finally see and all it is is it's reality it's yeah. like you're you basically got sent back to your place and everything's normal it, you don't exist in his world and that's that was the twist it's like actually if you would have been sent in the cornfield you would have escaped him years ago well like it would have been better here's here yeah going off what you just said here's an alternate theory on the ending mm. they didn't remove those people from existence they removed bits and pieces of themselves from existence and kind of cornered themselves Right. And then yeah. they brought themselves back into the world. That's the only way the ending makes sense, where everyone's like, hey, I've been here my whole life. Well, I think that's what it is, yeah. It's got to be, even though they don't say yeah. it, but it's the only thing that makes sense. Well, sure, yeah, that's it. It's like, yeah, it, it has to be. Interesting. I, w- I want to see that. Well, that's the thing. Like, I want to I want to, like, that's what any kind of, like, sequel, you build off from an idea from the first one. But like that wouldn't be you wouldn't consider it. Oh yeah, I'll, but take a, like a throwaway idea and turn it into the next movie or whatever, the next show. Like the corn. What is the cornfield? Why does he send people there? Why is it called a cornfield? And it could be like he sends them to a cornfield and across the street, it's like um, it's like yeah. civilization. It's like you you go to like a city, and it's like hey, where am I? Oh, it's Topeka, Kansas, there, brother. What's welcome? Yeah. Come inside. It, it just reminded me of when Thanos, when they brought everyone back after Thanos did the snap. Just like, yeah, oh, yeah, we're here. Yeah. Like, why? Why well, did? I mean, why did uh, Hawkeye keep his wife's cell phone at plan active for five years so she could call him <laughs> when she shows up? That's all I could think about. <laughs> That's my big... Hawkeye. Hawkeye has the blood of innocence all over him <laughs> yeah. for five years of murder. Not innocence; they're all guilty. Well, shit, maybe. Yeah, he killed we didn't uh, see the movie. Well, he—he's a smart guy. I, I trust him. I trust him. He's the born supremacy, or he's the born something. He's the born. He's—he's he's the Jason Bourne remake. That's what it is. <laughs> he's the, not Jason Bourne. He's the stillborn. Excuse me. That would have been a better title, stillborn. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, here's the New Jersey couple, by the way. Hey, I don't. Happy now, Daddy. Hey, you guys got a drink of water? It's gonna be a good day. Oh, I missed him. He's like, he sounds like a psychopath. He is a psychopath. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah, fuck that woman on her car in front of you. you. Know what we'll do to them? She looks like an Olsen. Yeah, she does. You wonder Excuse I was turning by. I mean, what? You folks know the way to oh. Highway 10? You folks know the fucking way to <laughs> Highway 10, eh? Hey, hey, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm over here in fucking in this uh, shitburg. Well, where's the fucking interest to get me out of this shithole? Yeah, any place that's not New Jersey is a shithole oh, to them. And by the way, where's a diner? <laughs> where's the five and dime, man? Eh? I need a fucking breakfast at 4 a.m. There's no five and dimes in Jersey. <laughs> There's not. Damn it. You're lucky. Get me out of this. Where's the fucking mall? How else do you eat a, a weird, disgusting ham sandwich at six in the morning with with cardboard cutouts of Elvis Presley? How else do you do that, Frank? <laughs> yeah, it's called um, the Philly Diner in Jersey. Okay. Yeah, that makes no sense. Go, yeah, I know. Well, in South Jersey, it does because everybody in South Jersey is from Philly. 
I believe it. So it's kind of like how Phoenix is basically Chicago Junior. No, is I it, think Phoenix is more with California, Los Angeles Junior, isn't it? No, no. Everyone yeah, more, here is from Chicago. Everyone. Really? Oh, okay. yeah. This is a Chicago. This basically just moved over here. Oh, shit. Yeah, like, you know, Chicago goes to Phoenix and, and you know, Philly, Jersey goes to Florida. California they, is, is Austin, Texas. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Texas, yeah. Goes from hot to ungodly fucking hot. Austin, Texas isn't too bad. It's Texas. Yeah. Texas is hot. Texas sucks. Texas is a lot of driving to go nowhere. Yeah. You know what? It's really hot in Texas. Waco. <laughs> yeah. Especially after so the F- FBI raids it. That. Hmm? You stepped on my joke. Oh. <laughs> what, sa- you were going to make sa- Waco? T- I said Waco's really hot after the FBI steps on it. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Go boom boom. All I can say is Waco is full of burnt children. <laughs> what? What? It's true. It, and then out. what the president said afterwards, like we we thought the best outcome was is 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 the best we could have done. It's like I don't think a bunch of uh, dead children was the best. Well, somebody made a good point. I can't remember. Somebody said that if the government comes to your house, it's like a loaded gun. Yeah. Because it'll just blow you away and destroy everything about you. They don't give a fuck, and they're dumb as shit. Well, the thing of it is, if all you have is a gun, and it's like a hammer, every problem you, you think is a nail. <laughs> no lesson to be learned here. No morals to be taught. Just an update from Peaksville, Ohio. And off they go to make Audrey Jersey Fremont even shittier. Think happy thoughts. <laughs> And you better do as you're told. So I hate that transition right here. Yeah, it should have been black and white. I thought, personally. So what? I I said, you know, how they turned black and white towards the end there. Yeah. I thought they should have kept it black and white the whole time. Um, no. No one, yes. We had the same thing about Jordan Peele stuff. Like, that would be cooler black and white. They even released black and white versions on the CBS website. Oh, my God. Really did they do that? I didn't watch them. I did. I, I did give it a go. And to be honest with you, um, the Blue Scorpion really didn't come through too well in black and white. Well, that will yeah. do it. Certain episodes would work better in black and white. This one, I don't... It's supposed to be an updated 50, 40 years later. It's supposed to be that, so color's fine for me. Would you watch the Snyder cut in black and white because that's how he wanted to present Not it? Not if Snyder was behind it, no. Yes, so there you go. Well, the only reason I say make it all black and white is because you start out in black and white. This is obvious a continuation of that exact fuck story. Yeah. You end in black and white. It Just should not. It. it shouldn't have ended in black and white because that made no sense. No, it didn't. And that's what oh. came up about it. It's like if you're going to. Okay. So if you're going to transition from black and white into color because now it's a continuation, you know, whatever, fine. Going down to black and white, it's like, what are you accomplishing with that? Like, what are you saying with that artistic, uh, you know, what are you saying with that artistic choice? Nothing. Exactly. Nothing. They're saying so nothing. why? Well, I think the missed opportunity for this episode was to have the episode be about Bill Mummy falling in love with his wife having a kid. That's more of an interesting story for me. 
I agree. Because how did that fucking happen? Because I have to assume it was rape. To go back to my well, first thing. thought of the episode, I have yeah. to assume that. Or, or does, or is he like he's like a human? But he like he he grows up and he grows out of that sort of weird boyhood evil thing, and he's like, you know what? I need to stop doing it. And then, and then tragedy hits, and his wife gets killed because someone tries to kill him. So his wife takes the bullet for him, basically, and that makes him back to that psychotic little shit he is. You're Once going, a psychopath, always a psychopath. You're going True. really far in the detail there. Um. I'm just saying, like, once a psychopath, always a psychopath, and he the, the man's a psychopath. I mean, yeah. and he's done so much insane, crazy shit. Did you have the? Uh, is that a Samsung uh, i90U you got there? Uh, probably. We've had this discussion before. Yeah, I, I don't see the number on here. Who gives a shit? Says Samsung on there. So, I, uh, Dick, you went really far in the detail there about how his wife needs to get killed, saving. But yeah, I mean, I, I just I don't know. I just I feel like there should be like a whole story arc there we're missing. I feel like it should have been. If I were, I know why they made this episode. I, I get that Bill Mooney had a child and said, she looks just like me. Let's do a thing where she has the same problems I do or the same. And I want to get a psychopath. I get, I get that's exactly why they did it. And I understand that. And I don't fault them for that because that's basic. That's what you would do. Why not? She's there. I'm here. She's the same age I was for the original. Let's do it. Makes complete sense. Story-wise, I would say he's alone. He's ostracated everybody. He has to overcome this and become a fucking adult. And Cloris Leachman is there to talk him through it. And it's like a really tight script. And it's more of a drama. And it's just those two talking and, and going through this shit. And she trying to kill him. And he's like, why are you trying to kill And he has to realize some shit. That'd be more interesting for me. But I get why they did what they did. It'd be a, My episode would be a bummer. And their episodes somehow better, even though they say they better fucking listen or I'll kill them. And somehow that's better. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, right. They're just honestly, gonna, they're Phoenix, just gonna do it again. Yeah, like honestly, Phoenix, I would have rather watched your, you know, fan fiction of this other with from what they came up with. It yeah. makes more sense. Cloris Leishman's a really good actress. Yeah, she was the she was only enjoyable part of this entire episode. Yeah, loved her. Yeah, she's great. The um, only part I didn't like is how she thought, or how she said towards the end there, I've thought over and over how many times I can kill you. I'm like, you know, he can read thoughts. Yeah. So no, how? No, she had a line previously when she's talking to the daughter that explained that. She kind of did the the uh, Village of the Dam thing where she thought of a brick wall. She's like, I hide that shit. I hide my actual thoughts. Aww. And that's how everyone has survived so far. Gotcha. She did. She did have a line to the to the episode's credit. I, I do remember her saying that. Yeah, now. you're right. You're right. But how long can you keep that going? Christopher Reeves couldn't do that for three minutes in that movie. So how long could they actually do that in this world where your son could read your fucking thoughts? Yeah, honestly, like you wait till the motherfuckers asleep. Any any night in the in the forty years previous to this episode, she could have went in there and be like. So long. All right, Anthony. Bye. <laughs> ah, he's asleep. Well, that's the thing. You have to make that point where he doesn't sleep. Like well, he's like that kid in X Men Two, where he's watching TV with yeah. his eyes. He changes the channel with his eyes. He can't sleep. 
I think she was more waiting for something to be able to bring them back. Yeah, I I, and I wish they would have hinted more toward that's that's her motivation for not killing him in the forty years between these episodes. She wants her husband, the world, back because he made everything disappear. Yes, so well, I think she has his mother too. I mean, no, at some point, year three of realizing he's a monster, you're done with that fucking kid. I don't, Damien. They almost killed the kid on the like a week after realizing he's the devil. Well, look, I mean, it's been what ten years since that asshole that started the Silk Road has been in jail now. Maybe not ten years, but those people are still fighting for him. It's like, how much evidence do you need where you need where it's blatantly obviously your son like literally tried to off eight people? I mean, he's not a good person. You you I get... your son trafficked so much drugs into yeah. everywhere. It's like, but. I get the unconditional love, but that du- it goes against. It's kind of an oxymoron because it's not unconditional at that point. But if you realize your son did fucking kill a bunch of people, kind of go fuck yourself at some point. Yeah, and I get. Th- I think guilt pushes them more toward the unconditional love thing. So, so Cloris Leachman's probably more like, I love him, but he's my. He came from me. Maybe this is my fault. Therefore, I won't kill him because maybe it was my fault. Mm, that only goes so so far i think but once he becomes I mean, a teenager can you imagine his teenage years where he made everyone disappear didn't want to fuck him oh, that must have been so awkward that's the movie i want to see that's an episode yeah. i want his, I, his dude, prom dates dude. are all gone gone like limos on at, fire i made it to two proms i was able to fuck both my prom days yeah one of them you live with now it's true yeah, yeah, doesn't count. The other one's dead in a ditch somewhere in South Jersey. You can't oh. prove that. I can't prove it, but I could definitely if I if I had enough time in a in a little minesweeper. Thing, That's okay because she was a fucking whore. How about you go find out how many square feet the twine, twine, <laughs> the pine barrens are, sir, and you tell me <laughs> if you can find her. Yeah, right. <laughs> not I, that she might be there or not. When I tell you. <laughs> To put his body in the marsh. I said, put his body in the marsh. Yeah. Not where some dentist goes for to a blowjob. Blow <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Don't you laugh. This I isn't love... reality TV. I love this that. This ain't reality TV. Jack Nicholson's last best role, really. I think that was, that was his last that movie. That was his last role, yeah. Yeah, what a way to go out. That's, oh, fuck that's yeah. how you do it. Nominated yeah. by. That's the way you do it. Fuck it. I'm done. Gene Hackman and had it all wrong. Yeah. And Crimson Tide. Gene Hackman and uh, uh what's his fucking Bond. They were just Sean like, Connery. Yeah, Sean, well, Sean Connery Connor didn't understand Kendall. anything. They were just like, oh, yeah. these are terrible. Okay, I'm out. Uh, fucking Jack Nicholson's like, Oscar nominated movie. Bye. Yeah. Get my dick sucked. Joe Pesci, not only knew how to get out. He okay. When the Oscar left. No, no. Joe Pesci also did a bunch of shit. Are you kidding me? Well, no, but, but he did a bunch <laughs> of shit that made money. So that was all money for his golfing days. Different. My cousin Penny was great. I just watched. I finally watched uh, The Irishman. Yeah, that's good. I have heard good things. Hated the first 30 minutes. It's awkward. The next three and a half hours or whatever the fuck it is, I fucking loved. Yeah. yeah. 
So if you're going to watch movie. that, the first 30 minutes are just random. And I was like, this is all over the place. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And then finally, I was like, okay, I, I at the 45-minute mark, I, got, I literally turn over to my girlfriend. I go, can you tell me what the plot of this movie is? Because there's no there's no point. And finally, introduced uh, what's his fucking name? Uh, Al Pacino's character. And I was like, okay, I know this story. Yeah. Let's watch. And that's the whole rest of the movie. I go, okay. I And I loved it. I loved the rest of the movie. And I, I even watched the interview they did on Netflix after. You can watch the, the four guys talking. And it's just basically Al Pacino sucking Scorsese's dick for 40 minutes. Yeah, pretty much. And it's, it's Wait, fascinating. But did you notice? Did, did you notice, though, that every because of that stupid technology, they yeah. fixed it, made their faces young, but their hands aren't? They, they look like 75-year-old men beating people up. Yo, oh, absolutely. And that made me laugh out loud when I saw that. It's obvious yeah. that they have crystal balls because they can't move. Yes. They're moving like 75-year-old men Especially somebody. Uh, the scene that made me laugh so fucking hard was... Store. <clears throat> well, I, I assume it's the same thing you're gonna you, you're thinking of is yeah. De Niro shows up to defend his daughter who got yes. harassed yes. by a shopkeeper. He's, yep. He curb stomps the guy, but yep. he's like... Hey, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> and I was Frank, dying. I finally understood what you're talking about with the paint houses thing. I finally got that. What? Um, I you talked about that a long time ago when it came out of the paint house. I heard you paint houses. I finally understood all that. Um, it's well, a, I think it's a stupid title. The... I'm glad they didn't do that. The Irishman is just as stupid because I don't give a shit that he's Irish. It doesn't matter. No. Well, I think the the reason why the the <clears throat> the the first half hour is kind of disjointed is because in real life, this guy is disjointed and half the shit he says is a lie. So the whole movie's a lie. That's never happened. He's like the, he, guy, the casino yeah. or yeah, the heat, uh, Goodfellas guy. Just yeah. Like I mean, half, he, he's making his own myth. Yeah. Basically. He's a liar. Like half of the guys that he said he killed, he didn't kill because other guys said, Oh, that guy never got, wasn't even there. The only, because like yeah, the only one I believe is heat because he does not, hold himself up to any uh he's basically acknowledging that he's pathetic and he pussy whipped and he's like i will do anything terrible for pussy that that i believe over goodfellas <laughs> wait which part what, what was this what he you mean no uh uh casino casino oh. he's basically like i'm a, uh because uh, sam you never believe he's like a power he's like a badass he's right, just like yeah, constantly yeah. being stepped yeah, over and he's just like a piece of shit, and he's just like, I'm a pussy whip bitch. And I was like, I believe that guy. <laughs> Cassine, or, uh, Goodfellas, not so much. <coughs> well, Goodfellas, well, he's one thing I told ass. you stay off the fucking phone. <laughs> and what does she do as soon as I leave? Gets on the fucking phone. <laughs> he admits that his wife was sleeping with her pimp. Like, that's, that's not like something the guy would lie would say. Anyway, oh, um, the casino. Yeah, oh. with the James Woods character. I just I was watching that the <laughs> other day with commentary. Casino, love that episode. Like casino, casino and Goodfellas. Casino, Ca Goodfellas. Cas where well, you it does it goes, there. but for me it goes back and forth. It's just it's rough. Casino, Goodfellas, uh, whatever the fuck that last movie was called, Irishman. Irishman. Yeah, way yeah, down, way down here. Casino, then Goodfellas, and then Irishman. Yeah, definitely. Well, no, for me, Casino and Goodfellas are almost, I like them both equally because I've seen them so many times. So, I mean, they're both masterpieces. Come right. on, man. 
I mean, Robert De Niro with them got <laughs> big ass Elton. Oh, yeah, it's great. No, no. Love it. Sam Rothstein. This Mormon fuck here. Look at this Mormon nice, fuck nice. here coming into the, coming into the office. Nice, Al Pacino. Yeah, yeah Al Pacino, that's Joe Pesci when he says, yeah, Robert De Niro. This Mormon I fuck here. Just, just Joe Pesci grabbing Sharon Stone's head and going, Ugh! Is is alone better than anything in Goodfellas for me? I, that scene is fucking hilarious to me. I I, I think my favorite. I, I agree with you. Like it's it's okay. I'll take care of everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I I fucked up, Frankie. I think I fucked up. Yeah, I yeah. Fucked it, yeah. <laughs> but when no, but uh, my favorite scene of all times in Casino is great cinematography where you know uh, uh yeah yeah meet meet me a couple uh you know a, a couple blocks further down you know. Right, and they're out in the middle of nowhere, you know. And you see the car come in one uh, frame of the glasses and out the other frame of yeah. glasses. Love that. And then you, you motherfucker, you, yeah. <laughs> you know. And then he's going, "I asked you, I asked you, who the, who the fuck, fuck do you think you are?" <laughs> yeah. You remember what I said? You remember what I said? I was there when I said it, so I yeah. think you should remember what I said. <laughs> you know, even though I knew you were coming, just the same. But I even said you shouldn't cut, and I'm like, I don't remember any of that. But okay, <laughs> yeah. My no, the, the, the one of the best parts though is when, when Joe Pesci after they throw Sharon Stone out. I was just gonna say she's that. Going, you you motherfuckers. Yeah. Okay, that's great. There. Okay. Have a good night. There he goes. <laughs> okay. No, run. Dr- drive, drive safe. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now. Okay. Drive safe. Drive safe. Okay. Okay. He goes. Okay. Here, drive safe. I, I fucked up here, Frankie. <laughs> I, I don't think I should have messed with that. That. Oh, so great. I don't think I should have messed with that broad, Frankie. This but was sure. this was make, missing Frankie. This was missing that guy. It was missing uh what's his name? Frank Vincent? Oh, Vincent right. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah, it was missing him. Yeah. That's that's part of the problem of this movie. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, that's the problem. But uh, but also in Casino the, the um <laughs> Oh shit, I just lost it. It was in my head there for a minute. I want the equal number of blueberries in every yeah. muffin. <laughs> you know how I don't care. Hold on. You, Frank, you gotta go. Do you know how long that will take? Yeah. <laughs> you gotta say it like him. Do you know? Did how- I not cop you? Did I not cop you every time you came to the casino? Do you know how long that will take? <laughs> Sam Rothstein, Ace is high. Hey, and what the fuck are you doing it. on TV? <laughs> No, what's he doing? Is he juggling? What the fuck is he doing? He's, he's ju- juggling. No, juggling. Oh, he's juggling. Oh, no. Oh, my God. And where'd they find this guy, Green? Who the fuck knows? <laughs> Green being uh, Kevin Pollock. Kevin Pollock. Oh, great, yeah. <laughs> okay. And Joe Bob Briggs is in it, too. You can't convince me that Goodfellas is better than Casino. After everything we just said. No, I, I know, I know. I, 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 I'm the same. I mean, Goodfellas, it's, for me, it's it goes back and forth because I love Calm down, sir. Calm down. Just make your mic. <laughs> you know what's funny? <laughs> as much as I love Casino and can quote it, it's not even my favorite Scorsese movie. It's like three or four. It is. What, what's your number one Scorsese? Either. Oh, man. People, you're not going to agree with me. Either one of you. I agree. I, I, and I get it. It's Shutter Island or Wolf of Wall Street. Wow. Wolf of Wall Street, I, 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 I love. I don't but shutter, shutter. I don't. I don't think it's. That's bad. what I said. I no, it's not. It's not his best movie, if you were to ask me. But it is my favorite of his movies. Right. Well, yeah. I wouldn't. Just, I mean, yeah. it's all subjective. I can't tell you you're wrong. Yeah. Obviously, that's what I'm saying. It, yeah. I definitely agree. It's not his best. But personally, I love it. I love Shutter Island. But Wolf of Wall Street well, yeah. is fucking. But, but like, Wolf of Wall Street, oh, is great. Like, 
I mean, like honestly, my favorite Scorsese movie, honestly, is um, I mean, I can't, I can never remember the goddamn name of it, but it's the one with Leo in it and um, Aviator. Aviator. No. Don't say, please do not say Gangs of New York. No. Thank no, you. No. Gangs of New York could be good. It's just it, The Departed. I like, Caprio, the Departed. The I like The Departed more than yeah, Casino as well, exactly. but it's not yeah. better. It's definitely no, it, not better. No. No, it's it's literally my number one favorite Scorsese movie yeah. is The Departed. That's what makes a good filmmaker is you're like, it's not better, but I love it more. Like, Nolan yeah, yeah. has a bunch of movies, like Insomnia and Memento are my favorites, but it's definitely not better than... Some I just like movies. Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch coming in and just bat yeah. right at the end, and then he's just his out, little. Uh, and then, his little and then shoe, they, and then they pan out because he, you know, he because he he killed a rat. Blowed. Well, yeah, exactly, and uh, you know, and then they, you know, they zoom in to uh, you know because obviously it's he's blowing Matt Damon's brains out of the fucking you know walls, which I loved because. Uh, him anyway um and then they kind of zoom into that um i don't know what that is in boston what is it that? was that it was the uh capital the building. Hall of justice or something like that it's the uh boston metropolitan yeah city hall, it's, it's, yeah, city hall. It's yeah something like that i i just love the cinematography end of it i just love Even though how it's all Mark- cg oh, yeah, Departed's great it's all Departed's cg a great movie oh, i love <laughs> Departed. I want this fucking cheese-loving rat. Just <laughs> the whole time he's a fucking rat. I loved it, dude. This is a great movie. I'm not Let's, saying it's best. I, I forgot I'm my cigarette. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I quote that movie just as much as anyone <laughs> yeah. else too. I, I always, I always go to uh, uh, what uh, your dad. Yeah, you know they could have, could have done something. Wait, saying he's nothing. I'm saying he worked at the airport. He worked at the airport. I'm saying he worked <laughs> yeah. at the airport. <laughs> Just the way Jack Nelson throws his arms up. Yeah. He's just like, I, I'm saying he worked at the airport. <laughs> no ticky, no laundry. <laughs> we got a we got a saying here in America about <laughs> assault weapons. They don't add inches to your dick. They give you a life, life sentence for it. For it. <laughs> for it, yeah. He throws in that Boston accent for no reason. Hey, he's from Boston. Boston. Yeah, I know, but it's barely audible. He's he's in and out. Oh, he's he's all over the place. He's all over the place. Boston today or not? I don't know. I don't care. You cheese eating rat. I love the fact that he's based on a real person. And if you watch the documentary on Netflix, it's fucking boring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Whitey Whitey Bulger bullshit is so boring. I know. Well, what's what's weird is um, the Departed Blu-ray. Does not have the special features from the DVD, which is ridiculous, by the way. No, oh. it is, yeah, because the spe- the ter- the two DVD departed set has a Turner Classic Movies documentary about Scorsese. It's like a two hour documentary, it's not on the Blu ray, so that pisses me off. It's like, what the fuck? It should be on the Blu ray, like it like, should be. That's why I got you know both. I have the yeah. DVD collection on DVD, yeah, that was sent as a gift, actually. and the other, you know, I have the Blu-ray because it's got all the 24 extra discs, you know, yeah. which the DVD doesn't, which is fine, you know. Um, well, look, but, I want to see if the DVD is more money than the Blu-ray to Departed. Mm, uh, I know that the uh, the thing, um, you know, the original of the thing, I know that the Blu-ray was cheaper than the DVD for some reason. Can I recommend a Scorsese movie you guys might not have seen? Go for it. 
It's not a movie I thought I would enjoy, but I fucking love New York, New York. Uh, like, there's some interesting stuff in there. It, I, I enjoy that movie through and through. I don't like Liza Minnelli, but it's no. it's a musical, Frank. It's a three-hour musical. Two parts. Uh, no, I no, no. It, it's I, not a musical like they're singing a bunch. It's He's a saxophone player in, in her band. Uh, and it's like a romance movie. And I was like, this is going to be stupid. I'm watching it. I'm like, I fucking love this movie. <laughs> it's weird. And he was, was Scorsese was fucking Liza Minnelli. <laughs> like, hey, it's on Coke. That was Coke. Well, that's, it's, it's this chaotic fucking movie, and it's yeah. it's so fascinating to watch. It's it's a, I, I do love the movie, though. He's, the, he's lucky to live through that movie. That's what he says. Because that's when he was in his worst way. On cocaine and everything. He was all fucked up. Was he on it longer than World War Two? No, actually, okay. he, he beat it pretty quick. Like he, okay. he was bad for a while there. <laughs> I finally there fi- finally found it. it. <laughs> okay, here we go. She's screaming at him. Like, fuck you! All right, all right. I'm going to the FBI. I'm not scared anymore. All right, be careful. <laughs> okay, yeah. Careful, hey. Come on, get stop. <laughs> That's great. Goes, I, I, I fucked up, Frankie. I fucked up. <laughs> it is my favorite Joe Pesci moment ever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. He's doing the Chicago thing for no reason. All right, great. Okay, can, yeah, great. Okay. Can, can I just say my, my favorite Joe Pesci moment of all time, and it wasn't even in a scorched daisy or anything, was uh, Home Alone 2. Oh right? God! When Kevin's throwing the bricks off of off of the row, row home and keeps on hitting Marvin in the head, yeah. you gotta do better than that, kid. Get <laughs> your grass up. <laughs> Have you seen those YouTube clips where they made it a graphic violent Home Alone, where the brick hits him and blood splatters out of his face, oh. and they put like CG makeup on, he's bleeding, and you see like bone. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. It's pretty good. Because one brick would have killed him instantly. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. From I mean, among point. every other thing they put him through, would have killed him instantly. Another another great Joe Pesci movie, and it's one of my favorite movies of all time, is JFK. Well, it's funny you mention that because the character he plays in that movie is in is in Irishman. Yes, he is. He's, yeah. uh, what was that, thank you, Phoenix. Absolutely. Yeah. Never place it. That's where it was. That's from. where it's from. Yeah. So he, no. oh, a man. fairy named Fairy. Yeah, fairy named Fairy, and he shows up and he's like, "Take the, take the truck from you." Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's why everybody says this guy's full of shit because he's like, he's involved in everything that happened in the '60s. So he's full of shit. Like this guy's a liar. The Irishman. He's just full of shit. Well, I kind of like the JFK scene because he didn't just go, "You killed him." He just right, when, yeah, yeah. when he when he finds out they're in the diner and they find out JFK dies in the news and they're sitting there watching and then he looks over at Al Pacino he's just like and that's it and I love this st- I love yeah. moments where you just realize the character's thinking something but you don't hear it or see it it's well, just sure. De Niro going you fucking had him killed didn't you <laughs> and that's it you, you know what that's called that's called good movie making yes they don't do that anymore no it's, it's called cinema they don't do that anymore it's called subtext. I like a yeah, little we, of that we don't in the have movie. That anymore. Not, I am mad that you killed JFK. Why did you do that? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hey, well, uh, remember when oh, Irishman? Oh, uh, uh, where the oh. 
motherfucker? Where were you Twilight Zone? Twilight Zone. Uh, it's still a oh, good life. Oh, shit. That's right. I want to talk about Joe Pesci and JFK. It has the worst. This episode has the worst closing narration I've ever heard in the Twilight Zone. Yeah, it's pretty uh, bad. Frank, do you have that clip? Sure do. It is. He does like a sarcastic tone in it. It's fucking terrible. You're all going to die in the Twilight Zone. Go ahead. Yes. No lesson to be learned here. No morals to be taught. Just an update from Peaksville, Ohio, where Anthony and Audrey Fremont want you to think happy thoughts. And you better do as you're told. Otherwise, you might wind up in that cornfield known as the Twilight Zone. Or Jersey. You might end up in New Jersey. Oh, shit. I'm sorry, dude. I'll correct Send my ways. Send me the cornfield, please. Yeah, please. I just can't do that, man. Do they send him in the cornfield where Joe Pesci gets beaten to death in Casino? <laughs> in his tidy whiteies. That'd tidy. be fucking awful. He's Brett, still yo. breathing, Dominic. He's still breathing, Dominic. Ah, <laughs> oh, Dominic, you fuck. <laughs> Frankie deserved every smack of the bat. Dude. He, he. Oh my god. That's the best part, though, is when Joe Pesci's doing the voiceover narration. <laughs> and then he goes, oh! <laughs> they hit him, and it goes, uh, it's brilliant. They That's do. so fucking great. You will not see that. It's like a, it reminded me of like a Tarantino, like his version of a Tarantino thing, where three characters are narrating the movie for you, and then suddenly one's like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, look oh, at me getting killed. It's oh, beautiful. It's so good. It's so good. That's why yeah. Casino is just far above Goodfellas. And, and Goodfellas is fucking amazing, so that says something. Yeah. But well, it's, yeah, it, it just like it depends on my time. It's like my time of the month. Is Casino the best movie or Goodfellas? Goes back and forth, and I bleed. Everywhere. Is that something you want to have said? Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't care anymore. To, to quote nope. Idris Elba from The Office, is that something you want to have said? This is why Goodfellas <laughs> is a. I mean, uh, Casino is above Goodfellas is because Casino is you know Pesci and whatever, but Goodfellas is Ray Liotta. And well, I love Ray Liotta, though. Ray Liotta, he wanted to be in The Irishman so bad. And Scorsese's Ray Liotta. like, no, nah, nah, man, I don't need you. Ray, <laughs> just go away. What am I, I mean, going to do with you? you? You're bloated. You look like you ate rice for seven months. <laughs> this picture. I was doing a Vietnam picture. Come on. <laughs> Come on. What am I going to do with you? Carrot. <laughs> yeah, and you needed uh, Lorraine Bracca and then uh, uh, Ray Liotta. Who else is in Scorsese Braco. movies? Yeah, and then uh, who else? Who else could have been in it? In No DiCaprio, D- David Kromoltz, or Yeah, he never did a, a DiCaprio and uh, De Niro thing. He never tied uh, them together. Are you sure? Yeah. What? He never. You're did, right. He never did a movie with them together, which was De- De- uh, you know De Niro was obviously his guy for like nine movies and then he moved on to DiCaprio and he's never tied them together. Well that's because they got kind of old. This yeah. boy's life. But you could have Scorsese. Yeah, they're they're in there together, but they're not in a Scorsese movie together, which no, would have been not. interesting. Yeah, yeah interesting. It would have been fun. No. Not really. Could have been fun. De Niro then was great. De Niro now is shit. Who's De worse De now? Sucked. We'll end on this. Yeah. Who's worse now? De Niro Pacino hasn't been good in twenty two years. Wait a minute, who and who? Who's worse now for the last two decades, let's say? De Niro or Pacino? Who's worse? De Niro. De Niro. I want uh, to say Pacino. Pacino, Pacino did those HBO Meet movies. Meet the Fockers Part 2. 
meet the fuck. Yeah, really. Robert De Niro went into fucking comedy world, and he's not funny. No, he's and not. It's, it's the, the joke is it's De Niro being funny, and the, the joke's not being funny no. after Meet the Parents. Harold Ramis did it well with Analyze This. Yes, but after that was that, before. Yeah. Nobody. Analyze This was like 1997. That was the year before I, he went I, to shit. I don't disagree, Wait, but I also analyze think... Analyze this or analyze that? Well, he analyze did both. This. But I think uh, if you were to give one actor a, a great movie, it's hard to say. Oh, I will say this, and this might prove my prove your point guys is al pacino outshines de niro in this movie in irishman so there yes. you go yes he does he which, which sucks does. I, overall okay. i like de niro more heat who outshines you de niro uh, i think de niro de niro yeah patino's too is, is too high walking your doggy he's too and i guess the reason though why he's so hyped up he's on coke yeah and they cut that yeah. they cut that out of the movie that's a that's a whole plot point in the movie that they cut out, so it fucks up the whole performance. So I feel bad for Al Pacino because for twenty years I was looking at Al Pacino, going, "Why would you overact like that in that movie, Al? What were you thinking?" He was on coke the whole time. That was the point. That's why he acted like that. It does explain his uh, relationship with Edie and why she, you know, he can't hold it together. Yeah, well, I it just, just explains I, everything. I yeah. just got the director's I, thing. I'm going to listen to that because I just I got that Blu-ray. I don't know if it's if it's stated in there or if it's, it's from Christopher Nolan. I'm sure he mentions it about it. Yeah, yeah, because Christopher Nolan loves Heat, and they had a big interview with Nolan and Michael Mann. I think Pacino was there, and it was a discussion. And that's when they brought it up. They said, "Oh no, yeah, the original idea was <clears throat> Pacino <clears throat> was a cokehead, and yeah. he he that's how he was up he was up all the time because he was on coke, and he's he's that excited." Because he's high. Well, it makes sense. And and De Niro, or sorry, Pacino did uh, Insomnia with with Nolan. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Probably a lot of uh, yeah. Maybe I listen to both. Fuck. I love I love working with with Al. He's great. What, was a uh, Tom Sizemore like literally giving Pacino real coke? Probably. <laughs> yeah. You know he he steals the movie for me. Tom Sizemore. Oh, okay. yeah, and not he's being great. sarcastic, when when no, no. De Niro slams Wayne Grove's head on the table, and Pacino just stares at the guy at the booth next to him for the entire scene. Yes, yeah, that is the yeah, yeah, that is the movie for me right there. I'm like, oh my god, he, he just like, and he kind of looks away and stares back at him. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's great. And it's all subtle. I love that shit. Yeah, and that's hey, why uh, tomorrow I, Michael Mann will definitely be at the top of my list. And like, like I have a question: Did he's Val Kilmer even need to be in Heat? What? He's good in Heat, though. I think Val Kilmer's a good is a good is a good choice in Heat. He's just the yeah, but anybody could have done that. He looks like the same guy from Tombstone, where he's all dying and a junkie. He Doc just, Holliday. Yeah, he looks like Doc Holliday in in Heat. You can forget that shit. Put it on the car key on your way out the door. Hold on. Can you show up, Frank? Can you show up at the end of Heat? Be a, be a be him be Val Kilmer at the end of Heat where he shows up at uh, actually Judd's apartment. I'll, I'll be on the rail. I'm on the railing. Oh yeah, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's no, more like this. Right. He's like, because he's got that fake. He's got his mouth all fucked up. He's on Demerol or whatever. Yeah. So he's all fucked up from the wounds. That's a great, yeah. Heat's a great movie too. He, Heat's one of the best. Heat's in my top I, twenty. I would say, I'd say top twenty for sure. Yeah, definitely. Fucking top just, ten even. 
When I bought the Blu-ray, Dick, I mean, we talked about this for weeks in a row, Dick, when I was trying to find that director's yeah, version yeah. of it, and I finally found it, and I, found, I read all the comments, and it's like, a great movie back in the day doesn't hold up. And it's all—it's like one, uh, who, yeah, who two stars out of five. And I'm like, come the fuck on. What more do you want out of a movie? Yeah, you're an idiot. I'm sorry. Um, I realize I, we're I'm, all the fuck over the place, and I'm sorry. We but are. but we are. yeah, we're winding down here for three episodes. That's why you're listening well, just, to this on a podcast. Just wait until tomorrow when we're talking about our top ten list. Yeah, it's going to be all over the place. I don't is know it going to be top ten list or top five list? I don't know. We'll talk I'm, about it. I mean, I already played the outro for it. so Yeah, I mean, it's... This episode... This well, let's give ratings. I gave it a six. It's okay. It's not great. It has a seven point one on IMDb. I don't know fucking why. I was just thinking that, like, how's it get a seven? It says it's forty. It's a sequel. That's why it says forty three minutes, but it is not that long. It's it's no. a regular it's episode. Not even close. It's like twenty one tops. Yeah, it's a regular episode. That's a lie. What's your score, Frank? I gave this a five. Didn't do it for I, you. I, I'll give it a, a six. I'll yeah. give a six just for Cloris Leachman. Yeah. I, okay. Yeah, that's you know, a good point, Dick. I'll I'll give it a six for Cloris. That's, that's you know, two out I'll, of three I'll, episodes you change your score because of what Dick said. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, sometimes people give good points I haven't considered, and uh, you know what? Good point. I'll bump it up a point. Cloris Leachman you. is the only salvation you're gonna find in this episode. She is at here, and then everyone else is off screen. I can't even show you where. Yeah. I still think Bill Mooney is a good actor. No, he, not, he's fine. Not in this. He's not he's good in this. Just, he's, he's fine. Just, he's, he's fine. He's yeah. the same character. He's the same actor that was there 40 years ago. That's why he's here. They're not going off performance. They're not saying, hey, Bill Mooney's a great actor. Let's cast him. They're yeah. saying he was the same kid. He's alive. Let's cast him. Bill Mooney's too busy doing that Martin Scorsese movie. We can't get <laughs> yeah. him. Yeah, no, Bill Mooney. He's in was, high demand. Was, yeah, Bill Mummer was sitting by his his couch, by his phone. It's 2003. He's in all the Matrix movies. We can't cast him. Yeah. No, not, you know, nothing. We, we probably could have got Bill Mooney for this episode because he is he. I don't think he's ever turned down. You know uh, what? You got spot. I didn't think about it, but you're right. Let me give me a couple days. Let's see if we can get him for next week. We'll do a Redux already after one week. Because yeah. I'm honest, right now, let's try it. Because why we, not? We didn't. We really didn't talk about the episode this time. No, exactly. <laughs> I think we get his daughter on here too. No, on my lap. What? I, I just can't. No. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, guys. Um, I'll, six, I'll, I'll, six. 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 I'll, I'll, no, I'll. Uh, I'll <clears> I don't want to be a part of your legal plan here. No, so I'll ask you a question when we go off. Oh god. I am terrified it's, now. It's just a quick question. It's like the box of uh underage porno that Dick sent him in the mail. I don't want to open that shit. I'm that's sorry, I just don't. There. I just don't want to open that. I was so yeah. quick on that porn button by the way. I saw that I'm like that's <laughs> quick. <laughs> okay, anyway. I don't want wow, your quick box of porn, porn, Andy. Do you remember Frank when, do you remember when we, no I'm not doing it do you remember when we did that episode that was really stupid and we did this tone of voice and we said do you remember that scene in this episode that was boring but you remember that scene in casino when with Joe Pesci do you remember that yeah. we, we did Dick we did an hour and a half 
of just saying, do you remember that boring scene where the character was like, do you want to? Wow. Oh, do you remember that scene in the casino where the guy, where he, Joe Pesci shoves her face on her crotch? crotch? Yeah. We, that's all we did for an hour. It was compare wow. the. So we've done yeah. a lot of casino talk on the show. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I don't even remember what episode that was, but we did it. Doesn't matter. I mean, it annoyed a few one person, but hey, I mean, I had fun. Yeah, fuck them, fuck them. Yeah, no, I don't care. If there's nothing <laughs> I else, I want the, if there's nothing else, I want the show to stand for online. It is fuck the listener. We're going to talk exactly. about what we want to talk about. <laughs> I I 100 agree. All right, so let's get out of here. Um, LIWstudios.com for me. LIWTZ review. LIW anthology pod for me as well for the other show we do on Wednesdays. Let me say next week's show if I could. From here on out. For the next four weeks, we're only doing two shows. We're getting lucky here. No Jack Laird. Next week, for episode 244, we're doing Twilight Zone 1985, 213, The Card. And unfortunately, for episode 245, we're doing Night Gallery 105B, Lone Survivor. So we do have to deal with that. I want to say the episode... Oh, man. What one was it? The episode for... The first episode we did... The director of that was a female for appointment on Route 17. We're doing her next two episodes. She only did three episodes or something like that. We're doing two of them in the next two weeks. So we're doing a... It's not Lone Survivor, but it's a curious case of Edgar Witherspoon and Rendezvous in a Dark Place. All the same female director. So we have some shit coming toward us, by the way. Frank, plugs... RedDragonsRadio.com and at WLNKZ on Twitter. Damn right. Dick, LAW John Carpenter Review. That's it. Okay. He still won't say it. <laughs> I still got what I needed out of him. I'll just piece it together out of your other, other audio clips. So it's like, oh, I do. You. John Carpenter Review. Adrian Barbo. <laughs> yeah. Her big fan titties. <laughs> All right. So until next time, in the meantime, I'm Phoenix. Not a good life, West. I'm Frank. It's still not a good life, West. No, still not. Send them to the dick field, dickhead. <laughs> so long, Bill Moomy. Be on next week for Bill Moomy Live. So long, citizens. <laughs>